Hey, everybody, the mayor is back on Grab Fork's Best Source today. We'll be sitting down with Grand Forks Mayor Brad Bochensky. And your show today, by the way, is brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right, if you have any questions or comments, uh, feel free to call or text us, 701-213-0863. Again, 701-213-0863 if you have any questions or comments for Mayor Brandon Bochensky today. Uh, Before we get going too much further into the show, it is time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. So I was uh, down at the hardware store, and uh, the lady down at the hardware store asked me if I want a box for my items. Um, she looked pretty tough, <laughs> so I told her I'd rather pay cash instead. Uh, Dale didn't hear that one. I was hoping he'd give me a thumb up on that one. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. This uh, looks like you're getting more tech in here every every day. So this is uh, wires going everywhere, but it's it's looking quite the production you got. Yeah, going it, it's on, so. more stuff that I don't know how to work. Well, that's I, why I you got no clue. people helping you out. Huh? Yes, yeah, I'm the most computer tech illiterate dude on the planet. I'm pretty sure. Well, maybe I know a couple people. Um, I would, a couple of things I wanted to ask you. Um, uh, first off, have you heard anything? Are we going to get this big blizzard, or is it going to skirt us, or what? I've been oh, getting warnings on my phone. I've been hearing. You know, it depends on what news outlet you look at. but Well, we're definitely going to get some wind. The wind chill is going to get down there, so, you know, take those precautions. It's going to get down there. It's 47 below this morning. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I was dragging the uh, garbage out, and, uh, yeah, that's it's not good. Um, what was the, you know, you get the memes, like uh, 1 to 78 inches expected, yeah, yeah. possibly, maybe, um, <laughs> uh, near us. <laughs> yeah, 1 to 78 inches. Um, you're coaching hockey this year, aren't you, kids hockey? Yeah, we just got back from the Squirt International, so we we're down in Fargo oh. last weekend. Uh, you know, we had we got a good team. We just had we ended up th- what do we do three on th- three and three in the tournament. We played okay. six games, but three of them went to overtime. Uh, we lost uh, one in a shootout, one in overtime. We won one in a shootout, so we were we were right there. We just uh, unfortunately couldn't get it done uh, in later parts of the game. Are you guys any good? Uh, we're pretty good. I mean, yeah. we got the, there's three B one teams in in Grand Forks. The, the mm-hmm. Squirts have an, an, an unbelievably deep level this year. Oh, there's 117 okay. kids and. Um, in Grand Forks, they came out for squirts. So they wow. got two A teams, three B one teams, and three B teams. So oh boy, yeah, a lot of kids, and they spread up talent. So it's not like you got you know the top B one, right. second tier. They're all spread out. So mm-hmm. we got pretty evenly matched B one teams. I'm coaching the the B one blue. So I'd give a shout out to. Uh, uh, to the B one Blue team today. Who who else you coach? Are are you a solo coach? No, we got uh, Tony Beanie, uh, Be- Tony Beanie, Tony Beanie, co- Tony Beanie, <laughs> Tony Beanie. <laughs> I love Tony. Who's uh, yeah, great coach, great mm-hmm. to have. And then uh, Cassie Shevig is the other one. Oh, okay. So we got uh, pretty well rounded. Uh, uh, coaching staff and uh, we're getting the most out of the kids yeah tony actually was an assistant on the central team years ago when my son played and uh, also on the baseball team yeah. at grand fork central and funny thing is tony now works at red river well, he's the <laughs> athletic okay. director there yeah, so. he's a he's a hell of a guy in fact uh, i called him here uh we were having some issues at the perp uh earlier this year and i, I didn't know who to call yeah. so i called him 
And uh, God darn it, he got back to me right away, too. So uh, I, I, I really like the guy. He's a great guy. Um, speaking of hockey, and, and I know I didn't call you in here for hockey, but damn it, we're going to talk about it anyway. Uh, State high school tournament coming to town this weekend. Um, I would like to go check out some of it because um, I want to see Bismarck Legacy. Yeah. I want to see Mario's team, but um, Central didn't make it this year again. Damn it. But it uh, should be a good tournament. Yeah, that's tough to see two years in a row uh, with Central. But I think all the teams are coming in early in case there's yeah. a blizzard, and mm-hmm. then they're finding ways to stream it. So hopefully it goes off without a hitch, um, and hopefully the, the championship stays in Grand Forks. You know, it's nice. It's easy when Central and Red River are playing for the finals because right. then we know it's staying here. But now we all got to get behind Red River and make sure that that, mm-hmm. uh, that trophy stays here in Grand Forks. Um, did you play with any of the Lamaroos or were they before your time? Uh, Phil Lamaroo, I did play. Uh, I think he was in Lincoln. Okay, he was, I, you okay. know, I played against him uh, when he was in the AHL, too. Um, the rest of the Lamaroos were, I was a little bit older, so mm-hmm. um, didn't get to play against them. They were in different, uh, in Europe, in different sure. places. So we didn't was, come uh, I was reading about, was it Johnny Tabes? Uh, Jonathan Tabes, still COVID? Yeah, he, that he missed all last thing. year, and he's been missing it this year. And that's uh, yeah. his contract is up, and it sounds like Chicago isn't going to get rid of him. But it's pretty smokes. bizarre because you got an athlete that's a, you know an elite prime athlete, um, you know that's continuing to have some some medical struggles from that. So that's that's really tough to see. But you still see uh, Zach Parisi still kicking. So I saw he just played his twelve hundred twelve hundred game, got the game, got the winner, winner yeah, and, yeah, uh, and, and the for the Islanders. So it's happy to see you know him still. Hopefully, but you know, he doesn't end up like us where he can barely move when he gets yeah. done, you know, with all his sports and activities. We were talking about that before we got on the yeah. show. And, and you know, Zach is still a good hockey player. He's just not $10 million a year good, I don't think. But um, um, I liked him. I, I mean, I don't know if he's making $10 million a year, but I know he was making a lot of money with the Wild there for a while. But to see him still playing, um, maybe he should have stayed with the Wild because right now the Wild needs some help. I, I mean, at least they won last night, but um, all right. They um, lost some of those glue guys, those Matt Collins, yes. Zach Priest. Some of those guys that really brought the locker room together, and they're, mm-hmm. they're lacking that a little bit. But, yeah, anyways, we can get off hockey, but Zach's a great guy. Been a, okay, know, a long time uh, I'm going to say two more things about hockey. I did get to sit with uh, Matt Cullen a couple weeks ago, and Moorhead was playing east side. I sat with him for a good half hour. Great guy. Uh, Jackson Panzer, congratulations, being added to the Hopie Baker uh, finalist list or the Hobie Baker list or whatever. Not Panzer, come on. Right, Jackson uh, Blake. Jackson Blake. Jackson Blake. Um, yeah, they had a great article about him, too, in the paper, um, saying how he picked up all these little tricks and moves and stuff, but none of them were from his dad. <laughs> they were all from somebody else. I don't uh, know. You look at him play. He plays a lot like his dad. I he think he's does more play his, a lot like his dad. His dad had to work harder. Uh, he he was did. Quite, wasn't quite as – I think Jackson's a little more skill than his dad. His mm-hmm. dad had to earn everything. So it's it's fun to get to see the you know the kids play. Oh, absolutely. Up, so. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about Mayor Stuff, all right? Uh, Grant Forks going to hire, we've been talking, you know, if you, if you talk to, um, uh, county commissioners, they'll say one thing about parking ramps. If you talk to somebody from city hall, they'll say another thing. But, um, now, uh, Grant Forks going to hire interstate parking, uh, to manage and operate, um, or, or no. Yeah. It's interstate parking. Uh, they're yeah. going to operate the lots, uh, central and corporate ramps, surface lots at uh, riverboat road and division Avenue. So what all does that mean that they're going to, they're going to, um, you know, manage and operate. Well, basically, we've got our, our planning department that's taking on the you know the ramp management right now, which mm-hmm. is really not in their wheelhouse. So, uh, trying to get a third party that can maximize the usage. I mean, those those ramps, if you're down there, um, you know, they're, they're sparsely used. The, the, the central one gets used you mm-hmm. know, during the day when the kids are there, and not a lot of usage at night. They're not driving revenue. Um, they need to have a, a better maintenance plan that so they continue to get maintained. So. Uh, you know, you get a third party in there, one of these public-private partnerships. So we expect them not to only cover what their uh, expense is, but to also add some revenue to actually turn the thing 
um, you know, where it can feed back into the capital maintenance. So uh, we're going to look at the the county's ramp as well because I think incorporating all that into the under the same company and you know we're giving them a shot. We'll see how how it does. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it works out similar to like the Alaris Center did. You know, when the city managed that, uh, you know, ten fifteen years ago, you'd get one decent show a year. Right, it was right. Like millions in the in the red. Um, that's turned around. We had mm-hmm. three of the top five recording artists yeah. uh, in in last year that came in. I mean, it's just phenomenal the acts that we get, and the thing's been profitable for the last couple of years, at least from an operational standpoint. So hopefully, some synergies like that can occur. And uh, there was a group that looked at uh, they did an RFP, so I think there was three three companies that came back. Interstate uh, uh, was the one that they chose that that group chose. So we'll give it a shot and see how it works. Uh, you mentioned uh, the Alaris, uh, Mr. Mayor. Um, somebody had told me the other day, and, and I hear all the rumors uh, all the time. Doesn't matter what it's about, but they were saying that um, they were going to sell that chunk of land where the BMX track is on now that just got built. Is do you know anything about that? Is there any truth to that? No, I mean there's there's talk if there's going to be a turf and court facility that that's where it would go, so mm-hmm. that you could have some synergies there. You could share the parking, and it would only be if the BMX park was moved um, because of that layout. But it would be moved on that same campus, and I think it would it's sure. going to get some improvements. I, I'd like to see you get a cover on it so that you can have a year round, you know, not oh. year round, but you can extend the season quite mm-hmm. a bit and you, yeah. don't, you don't have to do all the maintenance centers. You get all these rain events. So right. I think that uh, if anything, that's, we're going to see that uh, only improve uh, through this in the future. Okay. Um, construction, it never stops, especially when you live around here, but um, things that uh, I know they're working on right now, South Washington, they're going to redo that now out to 57th Avenue. Yep. So where it kind of widens out there and goes into two separate lanes, uh, they're going to bring that out a little bit further, right? Yeah, I mean, that's going to continue. I think eventually you'll see that go two lanes, probably all the way to Merrifield Road. So yeah. you've, you've got that new Grand Valley development. So this is the first time the city's jumped 60 seconds. So you're going to see a, a large new housing development out there that's going to have a lot of options between single-family homes, townhouses. I think they'll even have some apartments at some point. Um, you're seeing construction. Uh, you know, downtown, you're going to have that Franklin on 4th, which is going to go where Lyons is. You've got that new hotel um, the north end, we're seeing uh, some construction, obviously, at that CT center, which is going to go up on Gateway. Um, the old uh, budget inn up there, was the budget inn, whatever it was, next to Simplot up there, mm-hmm, they're, they're mm-hmm. looking at development there. So you're seeing stuff happen citywide. I think the interesting one to me was uh, the IDs building. Looks like uh, yeah. Holiday Gas Station was yeah. interested in building a gas station right next to another gas station. They, so I they, don't get that. But. Yeah, um, I was talking with uh, Lynn Roach. She was with Grand Forks Park and Rec. And uh, she's the one that did uh, the Santa Village and stuff. And, and they were nice enough, I, I believe now, let me see here, Mac Construction bought the building. They ended up selling it, but Mac owned it. And anyway, they let the Grand Forks Park and Rex use it for the winter for for that Santa Which Claus. Which is a great Santa's spot village. for that. that oh, awesome phenomenal. spot. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, we took the grandkids there, and, man, we had a great time. But, um, yeah, you wonder about that. It, it, it's like, you know, what's going to be next? It's going to be a car wash. <laughs> you know, because if you build one of these, you know, it's to the point now where we've just got a couple of gas station groups. Mega groups. Yeah, yeah mega groups. Great way to put it. Um it seems like one will build a car wash. It doesn't matter if they're going to put one right next door, right across the street, but there's going to be another one up. You think we have enough gas stations? Uh, you know, I don't seem to have a problem. When I drive into to work, I, I've got, you know, probably eight options to stop for gas. Mm-hmm. I try yeah. you know, I try the local. You know, when we had Valley Dairy, obviously, I think that's changed the marathon now mm-hmm. and changed ownership. But otherwise, you know, your Dusterhoffs, your Simons, you sure. try to support the local ones. But uh I don't think there's a, a limited amount of options, but uh, you know somebody has has crunched the math and, and figured that uh, that's that makes sense for their their corporate mm-hmm. footprint. So, you know, it's still construction we'll in this town. It's going to add. You no, know, it'll absolutely. Add, 
It's going to add to the tax base. I mean, that ID's property has gone down in value since mm-hmm. uh, since uh, Super or what, Kia, whatever it was. Yeah, there. it was. Uh, uh, what the heck was it? Hi, hi, Hyundai. Oh, yeah, Hyundai. Just like Sunday, they told me in radio, it's Hyundai. Okay. Um, got a question here. Uh, any plans for Thirty Second Avenue? Uh, it's destroyed after the winter. Does the city go with the cheapest bid or a local company? It seemed like it was just last year they redid Thirty Second Avenue South. That one's going to have uh, kind of from the interstate all the way, and it's in the next couple of years. I'm not sure if it's this summer or the summer after but they did some turn lanes there you know i still worry as you go further east you've got that intersection that hugo's um i think it's 20th 7 20th street and then you have 17th street and you yep. know that's always a tough spot i'd like to Very. see a light that gets put in there uh 32nd is a dot road so whatever that that is we have has to go through the states so that that becomes a kind of a headache um, but it also comes with some funding from them so i know that's going to get redone um, I think the roads, you know, they're shaping up pretty good. We're putting more money into the roads mm-hmm. than, than in, you know, ever in the city's history. Uh, with that, you got to deal with construction, which is a pain. But you're going to see a 32nd uh, is going to be a little bit, uh, you know, lose some of the the, the, the traffic but when you get 47th, uh, the interchange down there. I expect that's part of the issue is to with 32nd, why we need the interchange on 47th is to relieve some of that traffic that has to go there and then head back south. Right. So hopefully when that comes, uh, 32nd can finally get uh, – uh, not only get repaired in the meantime, but but have a little bit you know a little bit less on the you know sure. the traffic in there. And, and you got to get thirty second up the snuff because well, if we're going to put a bridge there, no, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think you know where I stand on that. Uh, I think we know where pretty much everybody in Grand Forks stands on that. Yeah, although you're an East Sider, so you might have a different opinion there. Oh well, no, we'll I don't. Leave that one out. Okay, you don't. Good. Well, there we go. See, we I'm agree. one of those weird people. Um, I don't like my government in my city, but um, I, I kind of like Grand Forks what they've got going on. But anyway, uh, we're gonna take just a quick little break here. I know the mayor is busy today, so uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about Moe's Cafe in the Grand Cities Mall. Uh, not too often do I get to talk about Moe's unless it's during the morning update. But uh, what a great little sit-down takeout diner. Uh, they serve breakfast and lunch daily and weekends. Uh, they do include gluten-free choices too and if you're in the military go check it out because most will give you 15 percent off their daily dish today and this sounds crazy good uh it's a mushroom and potato omelet with mozzarella and pesto and mold brine potatoes and choice of toast for just nine dollars and lent i believe officially started today i think today is ash wednesday i'm not sure but i think it started today uh stop in friday beer battered walleye sandwich find it all Moe's cafe right here in the grand cities mall Colin and his group over there, great bunch of people. Grand Forks Mayor Brandon Bochensky on the show today. <clears throat> and um, I- I'm-, I'm glad, Mayor, that uh, the phone's not ringing, lighting up right now. Um, uh, uh, this is what I tell people because, and you had mentioned I'm an East Sider, uh, rural East Grand Forks. I-, I have no skin in any games here in Grand Forks or anything. Um, the Fufong deal, We, uh, you and I, we hardly ever talk about this. Yeah. I wanted to bring it up today because I want to bury it. Uh, I really want to bury it. I, myself, and I'm probably going to lose some friends over this. I think they should leave you the hell alone. Um, so I want to start with this. Fufong, it's not going to happen. And people, it, it's what I would like to say is, okay, you got your way. Drop it. Leave it alone. Let's leave it alone. Can it be unannexed? Because is that kind of like the last thing now where people, it's like they're still trying to find something to not be happy about yeah i want to choose my words wisely here because i don't want to lose any friends over this either but can it be unannexed and would a lot of people then finally be happy with the outcome well and i'm i guess i'm not sure you know I, there was a lot of people that put a lot of work into it and I think sure we're happy with the outcome and i think that they 
um, you know, they want a pound of flesh from people. And I think that was always an option, you know, and always a possibility at the start that this wasn't going to happen because there, there was going to be an issue. And mm-hmm. when that came up, we immediately shut it down. I think, you know, people were upset because they didn't feel like they were listened to. And we had to go through the process and do things, you know, the legal way through the contract. So I understand the angst and I, you know, I understand that it's going to take a while for, you know, to fully move past it. But, uh, the annexation, again, that's an area that was looked at being annexed in, in 1980s and then again in mm-hmm. 1994. Um, I think that that area has gotten you know, flood protection specials that have been covered by the rest of the city. It's received plowing, um, street maintenance. You've gotten you know, access to all the roads. You've gotten workforce, customers. I think it's time for that area to be annexed because I think there's a growth potential there. Sure, sure. And the group has, has, has said multiple times they're not anti-growth. They're, they're anti this project. So. Mm-hmm. I think we need to move forward. I mean, the, the two senators and the governor said that, you know, they're going to work diligently to, to try to bring another project in. Um, you know, obviously one that's got, uh, you know, local investment or hopefully, you know, either allied or, or allies or, or have a, you know, U.S. investment, which is which would be phenomenal, which mm-hmm. is obviously prime A choice that we want. Um, so I, I, I really don't see, uh, you know, that area getting unannexed. I think it should have been annexed back in the 90s. And I, mm-hmm. think, it, I think the annexation should stick. Uh, I think it's a great deal for the infrastructure there. Um, it's probably the best deal in, in the history of the city. They're not going to pay for any of the water uh, water lines. They're not going to pay for any of the wastewater. Um, you know, no other area that gets annexed gets that type of a deal. They will have to pay city and state, or sorry, city and park district tax now, which I know they don't want to do. But I think if you're driving up there, it'd be really hard to tell where the city stops and where uh, that area would begin. Uh, you know, to me, it's always been a part of city. I think that those businesses compete with other businesses in town that pay the full tax. Mm-hmm. So. I think they should pay the full tax too. So with me, I believe, you know, person that the annexation should stick. I'm sure, you know, there may be council members that disagree and ultimately it's their decision. So uh, another text here, if it's still annexed, can the city get free tax money from Fufong unless they sell it or how does that work? Well, the tax, I mean, they're going to have to pay tax on that sure. regardless. So that's industrial. There was never any incentive on the land. So you okay. have to pay full fare on the land and they'll, there's going to be special assessments that are assessed to them that they're, they're going to have to pay. So regardless they're paying their fair share even though they're not going to be able to, to build a plant here and i think that you know either they're going to sell the land or they're going to be forced to sell it one way mm-hmm. or another so i think it's going to take some time but um that will fall into somebody else's hands sooner rather than later and they're going to be interested in, in developing and, and, and turn that 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 area into a growth area for the city i think it, it can be a great growth area and can really add to the community you know I, and this is what i always go back to uh, mr mayor is um look at what we lost with our previous mayor i mean built this big new huge facility for um um amazon out at the airport for fedex for fedex yeah, yeah we lost amazon we could have had marvin's Windows, we could have had digikey all of these things it's funny because we were having conversations uh, this past weekend, and I was talking with people, and they said, well, here's the deal. Grand Forks doesn't want to grow, and I don't think that makes sense. Look at Fargo. They're growing. Grand Forks, East Grand Forks, they don't even want to grow. I, I disagree with that. I don't think that's the case, and we don't want to grow. Like, Fargo's out no, itself, it, and it's, it is. it's changed. It's, it's, everything's changed. It's not a place that, that I would you know, try to you know, want to model after. But exactly. But you need to have a little bit of growth that helps with the schools, that helps uh, carry the tax burden. If you don't grow, um, you know, that means that your kids are leaving because mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah. the only other answer. If you're growing, you know, you've got kids staying, you've got the opportunity for – people to earn more, you know, higher wages, you got more business opportunity, businesses do better. And that way that, you know, they can pay their employees more. So having some slow and steady growth, um, especially with young families is, is huge. Um, so I don't think, and I think we're on a good growth trajectory. I don't want to mm-hmm. be like Fargo. I think, like I said, I think they've lost themselves along the way. And Grand Forks, I think has a good identity with a safe place. Uh, you know, very safe, very law abiding city. Um, that's hardworking. We, we work hard, but we also play hard. Sure. We've got those amenities and we can add some more, but 
I love this town. We've got a great town. You know, it's been a tough, tough goal this last, uh, last year. There's been, you know, a lot of personal attacks and other things, but that doesn't change, you know, how much I love this city and how much I want to see it succeed. You know, you talk about the personal attacks. Uh, there was a lot of things said. Um, I know you're pretty thick skinned. Um, but I don't know exactly how old your kids are now. Do they see any of this stuff? Do they watch any of this online? And, uh, because, I mean, I know one of the comments was made something about um, kids. Look, what what are you doing to your kids? No, that's not how it goes. It's what are you doing to the mayor's kids? It's not him. Are you, do you try no, to keep them away for that? Or, yeah. or is it is it getting to the point where they're like, Dad, they're not talking very good about you? No, I don't think they, they see it that way. I mean, I think they came to – they've only seen one council meeting. We had a little um, – my, my wife had – there were some health issues in her, her family, and they, we were just kind of – needed to be together that day. So they did come to one council meeting and I think they were, you know, a little bit surprised at the way, um, you know, people were talking, but I, I, you know, it's, it's America today. It's kind of the way that people act. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, learning from that, even seeing it at a young age, you can, you can learn something from it. And again, I don't blame the people that came and have an emotional response. Sometimes it does go a little too far and it gets personal. And when you're just trying to tear somebody down and, and I don't know, and hurt her, hurt her feelings or yeah. something. I, I don't get where, you know, to me that doesn't work because if you're trying to hurt my feelings, what you're saying, you know, it's not going to affect my life. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. can decide to perpetuate negativity and that's just going to, that's just going to grow. Or you can do the opposite and you can be positive and that's going to grow too. You can brighten up people's days and then a whole community can be lifted sure. up. So sure. tear it down or lift it up. I'm always going to choose to lift it up. Yeah. And, and like me, uh, I know there's people out there going, well, you should talk, John, uh, because I mean, I've thrown East Grand Fork City Council under the bus numerous times. But I do draw the line. I'm not going to talk about somebody's kids and, and bring that kind of crap up. I just, I can't wait till this is all done and and just it's gone away. I'm fine with the, and I think you'd bring the same boat. You're, you're fine with a vigorous debate. You're fine with sure. sticking to and saying that you don't like this. I don't like the decision that you made. Um, but, you know, but once, you know, somebody's calling in and saying that, uh, you know, you've been recruited to come here from Kazakhstan, to, oh, um, you know, to infiltrate our city and to destroy it i mean that is just so ridiculous yeah um, it's just beyond you know how hard really. was it for you to get your american accent back <laughs> <laughs> no i mean come on really you know I, I, yeah i you know you you work hard overseas you bring a lot of money back home you invest here i you know i couldn't wait after being there for nine months and i'd fly into you know miami or new york and mm -hmm. just getting back into the u.s uh, every time was such a relief because it was just such a long you know nine month slog over there but um, always happy to be home. Um, you know, it, it was eight years of my life over mm -hmm, there. Sure. Learned a lot and, and can't, but yeah, but some of those comments and trying to turn, you know, life experiences into negatives. Uh, it, again, I, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, and it can only be viewed as someone just trying to, I guess, get under my skin or hurt my feelings. I, I call it jealousy, uh, myself. Um, anybody, I mean, majority of people around here played hockey growing up or tried to play hockey growing up. Uh, anytime you could go over and do something like that, I, I tend to think some of these people may be a little jealous. Um, drive by the hospital. It looks like things are rolling along pretty nicely over there. They finally got it uh, pretty well, uh, you know, uh, framed in. So, uh, you know, we're still looking at a full, you know, we're going to see 2025. Oh, yeah. You know, you got yep. a lot of, you know, when you're talking to hospital, it's a little different on the construction, the level that it needs to be, but they're going to get it done right. Um, you know, them financing that at the time they did when the interest rates were low, mm -hmm. I think they, you know, they laddered it, you know, so you've got different, different, um, lengths of terms on the, the debt, but it's like a 1.9%. I mean, we can't even get debt like no. that for our, to buy, buy a house. And, right. 
uh, that's going to suit them well as they compete against Sanford and others. It really sets them up mm-hmm. well. And I think the new CEO there, the new medical director, um, they've got a talented staff that's going to really push Altshire forward. And it's going to be exciting to see where they're at in a couple of years. You know, we talked a little bit about the bridge. Uh, any leeway or any headway being made on the bridge and 42nd underpass? Um, I mean, all this the stuff bridge takes is further time. Out, but I, 42nd underpass and the 47th interchange, uh, we're going to have a meeting next week out there with DOT. To, to really continue to push that. I mean, we're, it's a matter of time now. They've got a program. It's on their list. It just has to get done in that. You, know, mm-hmm. you don't just say we're going to do it and you build it in the fall. You know, it's the right. environmental impact study is going to get done this spring, and that'll kick off kind of the timeline for everything else. The bridge hasn't gotten there yet. And, again, I'm, I'm a Merrifield Road, um, probably first and only type of guy. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Get that done first. Let's see where we're at so we don't end up in this problem where you got a city that's grown there and then you got to destroy a neighborhood to put a bridge in. So. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, it's funny because you see it on social media all the time about people stuck at trains on 42nd. And I just yeah. want to say, why don't you take a different direction? You know? well, it's and it's tough, not but... always that easy. <laughs> no, because you're already stuck there half yeah, the time. Yeah. But there's a public safety aspect to that too because we're, where we got uh, police stations and where we've got um, where we got the police station, but where we got the fire departments. Um, they could actually, you know, it can be a choke point there that, that, that for there's a safety issue. And Gary Lyons has, has been in Bismarck and has done a lot of uh, testifying on that too, with our, our chief of, uh, of the fire department. So that does need to get done. And there's a lot of efficiency that can be gained from cars getting parked there. So, sure. but we can't fund that. I mean, the whole point was we're not going to build a 50 million and fund it locally. We're, we're going to get a big cost share from BNSF, mm-hmm. which has mm-hmm. never happened in the federal and state's going to have a big cost share. So locally, I think we're only looking at about 10% cost share on that, which should be phenomenal. Well, don't you think it's about time the railroad ro- railroad should start paying their share? I mean, they have more <laughs> freaking power than God, it seems like. But um, that's a, So that's federally regulated, the, 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 the railways are. And they've got easements from, you know, like mm-hmm. 1880. So good luck yeah, trying to yeah. get them to just move on those. So they... And and I get it. I mean, they were here first. That's what opened up the, the door to the West. Well, you're right. It's yeah. a little, but still rail is the most efficient way to move equipment. So even if you're, you know, on the, the far end of environmental consciousness, I think, you know, you see the rails as the, the most efficient transport. So mm-hmm. it stinks that, that you got to have them go through your town. But believe me, you'd rather have a town that has trains going through it. Than oh, yeah. Because- yeah. And, and me, I'm, uh, uh, I come from a railroad family. My wife comes from a railroad family. Um, I love it for implements, equipment. Um, farming goods, you know, your wheat, your grain, your corn, all that stuff. I, I just think there's better ways to ship oil, and I think there's yeah. better ways to ship hazardous products, as the people in Ohio are finding out. Uh, boy, that turned ugly down there. You know, I had somebody reach out, and they were kind of wondering, you know, what is what is kind of the city's protocol or what happens if that? So we do have an emergency management department, our fire department. Uh, BNSF has protocols, and they train with the fire department often. So we are ready if, if something like that did happen near our community. Obviously, you don't want it to happen because there can be an evacuation order or shelter-in-place order. But we've got protocols. If something like that happens, we're not going to sit around and wait for Pete Buttigieg to come save us all. Yeah, because, uh, because well, you think about it, we're right next to UND campus, yeah. uh, right across from a golf course. It, it, does it ever make you nervous when you're driving by? Because it does me. Um, but then again, you've got to remember how the town has grown that, that, yeah. that, you know, the, the roundhouse and whatever there, the town to wasn't always right town. there. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and the only way they could fix this is if they moved everything and that's not going to happen. It doesn't, it doesn't worry me as much when you're at like the deep, you know, when you're at the, you know, the actual depot or whatever you call, it, you know, the yep. yard there, because they're not moving, you know, you know, it's not going to be a collision. Could there be right. something that gets spilled? I mean, that certainly could happen. You'd Coming in pretty that. slow. But you're not at a high speed where mm-hmm. you're going to have a big explosion and a big dump. But uh, 
uh, still, you know, it's like anything else. You know, you can be in a port city. You could be near an airport. You could be, you know, trucks can, you know, I don't know if hazardous waste on a truck. You know, train accidents happen a lot less than truck. Sure. So there's, right. there's no perfect way to transport chemicals. Um, but these are needed to, to, to keep a society going. Is Okay, a couple of questions. Are they going to do anything with Columbia Mall? Uh, I know there's been a lot of hearsay, uh, school, uh, sports facility, yeah. uh, all kinds of things. What's the last, the latest word on that? The latest word, so Riverside Christian School is looking at at making the move from the east side uh, at the facility they're currently in and expanding, you know, in that Macy's area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A football field, outdoor park, all that stuff in that area. So they've got some plans. Um, last night we had initial approval to expand the zoning so that it could include a school in that area. They still have to get, uh, you know, the mall and the other owners there to, to, to accept what, what they're mm-hmm. going to put there. But I think it's... If you can do it in a safe way and make sure, you know, you're parking and everything's fenced off and that you've got enough uh, separation from, you know, mall activities for the students, I think it's phenomenal. It's going to, I mean, what else, I mean, how long has Macy sat there now? It's been like a decade with nothing. Right. So if you can get life back in there, I think it helps, you know, at least you'll have that and shields and then you can kind of start to fill in the middle because outside of that and JCPenney, yeah. not a lot going on yeah. there and it's 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 sad i mean it hurts i think the whole community used to take pride in that mall. oh absolutely it's now it's a it's the complete opposite yeah i mean because you go to fargo go to west acres the place is always packed it's always hopping i was I mean, there this weekend it's yeah it, it's always it's busy shocking it's it's just slammed in that food court. yeah it's yeah like, and it's you know the mall operator did it the exact wrong way they did it the right way there they they worked with their tenants they did constant improvement here they kick people out, and yeah. we're almost too good for them. I mean, yeah. I've been out to Chicago twice now. They've come here a couple of times. Um, you know, they want the, you know they almost blame the community for not supporting them rather than the opposite. So it's just bizarre. Um, I'd really like to see local ownership happen sooner rather than later, and then get a full you know development plan of how to move forward there. Yeah, let's uh, let's kick some kids out because their shaved ice is oh, leaving little God. stains on the carpet. You know, um, yeah. and and they're just shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, you know that media, the, the news is going to get out. The media is going to take it and run with something like that. That's a great story, great human interest story, especially for backing up little kids. Um, there's a big deal going on uh, all winter long with the Greenway and the Snowmobile Club and all that. I know you were going to try to go down the Greenway. I don't know if you were going to ski, snowshoe, ride a snowmobile, what you were going to do, but did you get your chance to do that? Yes, I went out there with the police department, got to drive a snowmobile down there. Um, you know, I wanted to get a feel for where the trail was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, um, I'm, a, I'm a fan of having a, a path down there. I think we're going to try to move it as far as we can towards the river and mm-hmm. if we need to make some improvements down there and, and, and maybe clear a path so I can stay away from the, um, I guess, the snowshoers and the... Uh, yeah, and the skiers. Uh, and... Cross-country skiers, but... Um, I think it can be an amenity that everyone should be able to use. Um, I, I mean, people are already driving on the river. They're already driving on the east side. Let's let's have a safe path on the Grand Forks side too, because mm-hmm. I, I I believe that that's an area um, that just just you're signaling that you're, you're you're snowmobile friendly and that you know you could have a place where people start. This is the trailhead for them. Um, they can start here, go north, jump on a number of trails, come back yeah. here, stay in our hotels. I mean, I just think it's a way. And I know people disagree, and ultimately. You know, I'm going to set a path in the fall next year. I want to go down over the summer and get a group, find the you know a trail mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that at least most people can agree upon, and then it'll it'll go in front of the council and they'll have to decide to vote on it. But uh, it's been dragged out uh, too long, uh, and I think the snowmobile club got kind of put through the ringer, and I, I didn't like to see that. So I've been trying to do the best I can, you know, at least from my side to to, to make the situation better. Yeah, um, I don't think noise is going to be an issue. Like a lot, you hear all these different well noise, and they, I had one almost intentionally run me over, and blah blah blah. I don't, I don't believe any of that, and I also think a trail. If you're at 15 mile an hour speed limit, they're going to be idling. You're, yeah. you're not going to hear the noise like you would 20 yards away on the river. 
you know, you get down there. You can't, I mean, if, if you're not on the trail, the snow and with the wind and the way it, it drifts, you, you can't even hardly drive without no. a trail. So once you're up on the trail, it doesn't take a whole lot of force to get the thing moving. Um, and we shouldn't talk about snowmobiles of just they're a, a creature of their own. Like there's a rider on there that has to drive them. It's not exactly. like a snowmobile is a fire-breathing monster chasing down kids and deer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I guess I grew up a motorhead, so I, I mean, I always found it. You know, people want peace and quiet. I, mm-hmm. I, I think there's a way to make it work for everybody where you can have both and you can use that if you're a cross-country skier. And you know what? You might go out for two hours and you might hear a snowmobile drive by you twice. Um, is that perfectly ideal? No, but everybody gets an opportunity to use it then. Let's let's just all get along. Yeah. Uh, I mean, pretty soon, what's it going to be? The people uh, rollerblading or riding their bike or walking down the greenway in the summer, are they going to start complaining about boat noise on the river? Uh, you know, when does it end? I mean, come on, let's just get caught up with the times here is kind of what I'm saying about this. Now, I tell you, um, ever since the whole Fufong thing, Mr. Mayor, uh, you're like worldwide known now. Um, <laughs> I mean, Jeepers, you could turn it on Fox, you could turn it on CNN, you could turn it on uh, all of these. <laughs> it's like, hey, there's Bo. <laughs> I was getting texts for the last couple of weeks saying, Hey, the mayor's on CNN, or you better check this out. But um, I try not to get on CNN. But yeah, yeah well, I, I good. Um, but what a kind of a whirlwind time it is for you. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. You know, it's you have different takes by different media sources. You know, at, you know, locally versus nationally. I guess how they've seen the city handle it. I think nationally they've seen that that's about the best you can do as a city. I think locally you've had other people that you know that are angry that are saying you know you should have done more here and there. It was unique. I think that's the first time the city said, that's the first time in the nation a city's ever actually had to be the one to stop a project. States and federal governments have. That's the first time a city actually had to step in and stop a project. Isn't that nuts? Well, at the same time, you got, you know, people screaming and yelling at you, and you're just trying to go through the process. Like, you have to do things the right way. You have to do them legally. You can't just have someone come and say, sorry, we don't want your kind here. No, you know, you have to work through a process, and you have to set that up, and you have to do it in the future. So. Obviously, things didn't help themselves. You know, China didn't help themselves with some of their activities during the last uh, <laughs> couple of years. Uh, the company didn't help themselves. I don't think they sold their story very well. So mm-hmm. there's there, there's a lot of aspects. But I do think when businesses come, we have to try to find a, you know, we have to want to look at opportunities. Right, and, and right. you might say no in the end, and you might say yes, but you got to take the time to look at them. And I, I, I'm always going to be aggressive and, and try to find a way to continue to, to bring business into town here because that's where people work. Sure. That's where they get paid. That's how wages go up. And there's a lot of benefits to that. You know, we have a lot of people talking about uh, the Beacon, and somebody texted in, and they say, uh, "Is the Beacon going to replace Town Square?" That's a good question. So I, you know, I think we need to see how it's going to work. There's a lot of people that have a, a lot of uh, sort of uh, um, you know nostalgia. They they have a a strong feelings towards Town Square. Yeah, I like they, it. They love it, and I think it, it you know it serves its purpose. So to me, you know, now you got Beacon, which is going to be you know Town Square on steroids. Let's mm-hmm. call it, and you mm-hmm. got room for a full hockey rink, massive concert. So. I think now you got a chance to have a, a great concert series where you've got, you know, a main act playing there, a secondary act there. Um, you know, I mean, there is some issues with homelessness and other things, so I don't mm. want that to just turn into a, you know, a place where people are going to hang out and right. do drugs and, and, you know, nefarious yep. things. So that still needs to be taken care of. But I don't think the investment, you know, before I got in, they talked about a multi-million dollar investment in Town Square. I think with the Beacon going there, you find some some improvements, but they need to be in, in much, much smaller dollar amounts to sort of get that up to snuff. I think they've talked about a playground, some other things in Town Square. So I don't think at least at this point it's going to replace it, but it's something to look at in the future. If the Beacon can fully, you know, that Town Square there can fully serve the need, uh, then maybe maybe Town Square gets redeveloped. If not, and they can have good synergies, um, I think that's fine too. I just want the paddle wheel fixed. You know, that paddle wheel has been the bane uh, of my existence. 
if you can't run a pump so that you know if you could climb under there you know it's bizarre you can actually there's like open gate yeah, you can climb yeah. under there and the the pipe work you know it's like how many of these houses you know you could have a little pump in the thing that pumps water up to a waterfall that's all it really is but yeah. there's about 17 pipes running all over all over the place down there and then you got issues as soon as it fills up it, it kind of see it falls mm. down so you know what's that that flex seal it's almost like yep. we need yeah. a whole, like we need a truckload of flex seal to fix the thing where you can drive a boat on a screen door you know um, yeah make a boat out of a screen door <laughs> that's one of those things where flex seal it's like man i can't ever find a use for it but Gosh, I wish I had. A I wish I. Yeah. It's only about thirty dollars a foot too. Uh, um, so we have room uh, for the Beacon and Town Square. I, I think, think. I think let's let it play out. Let's let both and see how they can be used first. And if if it doesn't make sense, then look at it. But I don't think we need to make a move on Town Square mm-hmm. anytime soon. Yeah, because I mean, will the Beacon? Uh, will they be able to, or would they be willing to do like the farmers market every weekend in in town in the summer and yeah. and things like that? And and you know, the Town Square it started out with a lot of concerts and things like that. But um, let's face it, we all know it is the place where the the farmers market is. Yeah. Um, I visit there a lot. I think it's a wonderful little place. But again. It's only a few blocks away, and and hopefully we can make it all work. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, worst case is you have a couple extra areas to do things. Sure, sure. I think we'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Miss out on anything? Anything you want to talk about? Anything bugging you? Oh, geez. A lot of things bugging me, but I'm not paying you enough to be my therapist. Oh, jeez. uh... (laughs) You're not paying me enough? (laughs) Uh, Rest of your day. You got a busy one? Yeah, it, it's, uh, it, you know, it's been, the last few weeks have been pretty busy. We're going to go away for spring break, so I'm trying to, you know, compress a lot of things uh, in the next couple of weeks so I can try to shut my phone off. I might uh, throw it overboard. We're going to go on a cruise. So we haven't oh. been on a cruise in 20 years, so yeah. I'm taking the kids. Now we've got kids, so we're oh, taking boy. the kids. And uh, my cell phone might end up in the bottom of the, yeah. going out of L.A., so it might end up in the bottom of the Pacific. Oh, where are you guys heading, if you don't mind me asking? So we, we fly, we're, like, flying into L.A., like, mm-hmm three hours like we're not staying in la at all we're just getting there doing the mm-hmm. trip uh so it goes to cabo san lucas puerto vallarta and uh, mazatlan oh boy stop so yep. um you know the time at sea is the kind of the time i enjoy the most I'm uh-huh. do some excursions but like i said i'm gonna sit back by the pool and enjoy some yeah because there's a you know you get on these big cruise ships there's a billion things for the kids to do uh you don't have to worry about food you don't have to worry about any of that stuff I hope they can run off and just have their own thing and leave mom and dad alone. For yeah, me. And it's, yeah. Uh, you know, we all love our kids, but sometimes we need a break from them. Sure. And, uh, hopefully that'll be a mini break from them too. Yeah. Um, well, have fun. Uh, I just got back from a big cruise in October and uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, we were almost over in your neck of the woods there, but uh, well, where you used to be anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be hearing about this show later on today and tomorrow. Um, I hope um, I've never, and you know this, we've never tried to bring you in here and grill you and, and, and make you look dumb and, and, and make you look like you're not doing the right kind of job. But um, again, as not having any skin in the game here, I think you're doing a great job. Um, I can't wait till this is completely blown over and something else gets out there on the south end of town or the north end of town. But um, we, I just, I'm glad you come in here. I mean, I make a phone call and, and you do what you can to get in here on this show and we sure appreciate it. And uh, we thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Sam. Um, uh, anyway, uh, who's going to win state tournament? You got any idea? <laughs> you really think I'm going to say something other than Red River? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of figured that'd be that. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mayor, for coming in. Thank you. <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, you heard it right there. Uh, Mayor Bochanski, Red River, nobody else. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to Ideal Power Solutions for bringing you this show today. 
Ideal Power Solutions is your electrical contractor serving residential, commercial, and agricultural customers right here in the valley and surrounding area. Installation, replacement, and repairs of wiring, outlets, light fixtures, panel upgrades, electrical conduit, and more. Ideal Power Solutions has the training and expertise to tackle any project, big or small, whether it's residential, commercial, remodels, new construction, egg projects, and custom builds along with service work. The Valley has an electrical contractor you can count on and trust. Call Ideal Power Solutions in Grand Forks, 701-213-3805 to find out more or go to IdealPowerND.com or find them on Facebook at Ideal Power Solutions, LLC. For all of your electrical contracting needs, make it Ideal Power Solutions in Grand Forks. Well, by the way, tomorrow on Dirty Thursday, our salute to women continues... Amanda, Joanne Wright, and myself are going to sit down with Sprint Car Driver Jade Hastings' better half. Yeah, Bryce Langer is going to be in the studio today, and it's going to be a blast. I can't wait. Hey, big screens and TV streams. It's on at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Enjoy the show. It'll be a good one. And remember to like, share, tag, and follow us, all right? If you hit that notification bell on your smartphone, that means every time we turn the mic on, you'll get a notification. You won't miss anything. Grand Cities is a wonderful place. Grand Fork's best source is giving it an identity again.